Hello and welcome to another session of Argus's Global LPG Conversations. I'm Brian O'Rourke, Vice President of Business Development for North America NGLs and Olfins. And with me today is Amy Strahan, Editor of Argus NGL Americas. Today we are going to be discussing North American propane inventories as we approach the coming winter heating season. Good afternoon, Amy. Good afternoon. Amy, before jumping into a discussion of current inventory levels and how they can be expected to impact the market at a macro level, what's considered to be the minimum inventory level going into the winter at which the U.S. market feels comfortable with the supply situation? Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, well, roughly, say, 10 years ago, uh, before we saw these huge investments in new and expanded export terminal capacity, most market participants estimated the U.S. needed at least about 60 million barrels in stocks ahead of the winter heating season. But back then, the U.S. was exporting on average about uh, 120,000 barrels per day, according to EIA's figures. This year, that export average is closer to 1.2 million barrels per day, or about two-thirds of the roughly 1.8 million barrels per day we see in U.S. propane production from gas processing. So still, we've seen such strong production growth that overall U.S. propane inventories fell by only 39 million barrels uh, during the last heating season. Uh, that's, of course, between the start of October and, and the end of March. That tells us that the industry is really becoming a lot more efficient in moving this additional production to where it's needed most. That said, we know stocks have to be higher now to accommodate all of this additional export demand. And we started last year's heating season at 72 million barrels, and some market participants suggest that stocks need to build uh, to at least 80 million barrels, or ideally by 100 million barrels, depending on who you speak with, at the onset of the winter heating period for the domestic market to feel pretty well supplied. Wow, that is indeed a significant change in market expectations, Amy. Having said that, can you please share with us current inventory levels and how those compare historically with recent years? Sure. As of the date of this recording, the EIA's most recent figures uh, for the week ended September 2nd showed U.S. propane stocks at 74.1 million barrels. That's up 5.7 percent uh, versus the levels we saw this time last year. Uh, and that's even though we began the spring and summer building season at a big deficit versus the previous year. And that's a lot of a bit of a relief for a lot of people, because if you recall, when we re began rebuilding stocks at the start of April, uh, total U.S. inventories were down by 5 million barrels, or about 13 percent, versus the prior year. So we've managed to rebuild pretty quickly this summer. Now, the caveat to all that is we're still down by about 9 percent in stocks versus the average uh, for the preceding five years. Okay. So it looks like we're not only well below that 100 million barrel number that you mentioned to make the market feel at ease regarding supply, but we're also well below the historic comparisons over the last few years. And all this is due to exports? Yes, yes. Exports are really what's driving these lower stocks. Even now when we're seeing a slowdown in PDH demand in China, for example, that's keeping the U.S. ARB to Asia fairly tight, there's simply so much termed-up volume that's being exported. It's tougher for U.S. inventories to catch up season to season. And, of course, this year we're also shipping uh, more cargoes to Europe. I took a look at Vortexa data, and that showed about 266,000 tons. To convert that, that would be approximately 107,000 barrels per day of propane that the U.S. shipped to Northwest Europe in August, which is about four times the volume to Europe we were seeing uh, in August 2021. 
On the U.S. side, though, it's it's kind of important to note that domestic marketers are watching a very flat forward curve, which makes it more difficult to support storage economics. Late last week, for example, we were actually seeing fourth quarter LST propane at Mount Bellevue and more than one cent per gallon backwardation relative to September. And that really makes buying and storing propane a more difficult proposition. In the U.S. midcontinent, though, the curve looks more in line with seasonal expectations with fourth quarter Conway, Kansas propane uh, at a two cent per gallon or so premium to the prompt month. So at least for the Gulf Coast, there's less incentive to store ahead of the winter unless you're doing it, I guess, from a purely operational perspective. Okay, so with storage levels being well below what domestic suppliers consider optimal, what might be the repercussions this winter? Well, first and foremost, I think it could lead to uh, weather-related spikes in pricing in the U.S. midcontinent. Had to two inventories were 22 million barrels uh, at the start of September. That's down by 1 million barrels versus last year. And already we're seeing the, the north-south arbitrage between Conway, Kansas, and Mont Bellevue close. On top of this, there's likely to be a bit of tightness in, in purity propane available due to a, a fractionator outage in Oklahoma. I think market participants get a little leery when they recall the, the polar vortex of January 2014. And then we saw Conway, Kansas prices hit a $278 cent per gallon premium uh, over Mont Bellevue uh, during that time due to the inclement weather. And uh, it's important to note we're also hearing, you know, U.S. trade associations try to reach out to their membership to get ahead of this. The National Propane Gas Association, for one, has been very vocal about encouraging members to call in truck waiting times uh, at key terminals in the U.S. Northeast and the Midcontinent this winter. And this is just part of a wider industry effort to sort of help coordinate uh, retail logistics. In some parts of the country, of course, there are you know, still concerns about staffing, for example, that U.S. retailers have to contend with. But just overall for the U.S. market, um, any run-up in winter propane prices would be more likely to come from, let's say, international developments. So we've already seen a lot of international developments cause volatility this year, right? Oh, yes. Well, in March, news of the Ukraine conflict, um, which, of course, caused a spike in global crude and naphtha prices, um, did sort of push prices on the Argus Far East Index, which is the international propane benchmark in Asia, that pushed FEI over to over $1,000 per ton. That, of course, led to an eight-year high in prices on both the AFEI and at Mont Bellevue, Texas. And since that time, you know, we've seen concerns about natural gas supplies in Europe, and that's opened up the U.S. propane arbitrage to that region as well. And, of course, if, if Europe sees a colder-than-expected winter, this will force uh, Savara prices higher and could potentially drive U.S. prices higher as well. So far, you know, the only weakness really we're seeing in, in global propane demand in the months ahead seems to be coming from the Asia petrochemical markets. But, of course, those buyers, you know, typically crap naphtha during the heating season, uh, with the exception of the PDH operators, of course. So, you know, this will kind of be less of a factor keeping U.S. propane prices in check. So there are certainly a lot of moving parts, to say the least. Well, thank you very much for your time, Amy. I guess we'll see how this winter heating season unfolds. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today for my discussion with Amy Strahan regarding the U.S. propane inventories and what they may mean for the coming heat season. Thank you.